I'm Luke. And I'm Courtney. And this is Our Story. His Glory. Podcast. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. Last week we talked about my truck incident and a few other things. And this week we want to kind of get into when when we kind of met and um, how things began. And then a brief pause in between and... We just, from there, we just started falling in love with each other, and... Yeah. Yeah, I think we just, um, you know, we're kids, started as friends, and kind of just caught feelings, both of us, I think, but, um, yeah, we're just going to get into a little bit of that, and, um, you know, as we go on, we will dive into a little bit more of it, each video from this point forward... Because it's a journey. There's a lot to cover and a lot to talk about. But, um, yeah, so let's just get into it. So, I guess we could talk about when we, like, officially first met, even though it was really, really brief. It was, like, 2011, I think. Yep. Um, I was dating someone. You were single, I think. We went to... I went with my boyfriend at the time to a haunted house at a lake, and um, you showed up. You were his friend, mm-hmm. and we just politely, hello, you know, nice to meet you. Never, you know, even thought twice about it, I don't think, and just um, kind of went about our business, and we kind of had a few other encounters like that as well. Like, I remember briefly meeting you, like, picking you up one time my boyfriend at the time like picked you up somewhere and no he picked me up you was in a car yeah (laughs) yeah so um we had like a couple brief encounters because our circles were very similar it's so weird that we actually never met before that because we hung out with um mutual friends a lot of mutual friends my sister had a lot of mutual friends with friends and so on so um it's kind of funny that it took so long but you know it worked his way for sure it did (laughs) so um i think probably when it like kicked off into something was a particular time i think this was still 2011 um i was friends with actually an old old girlfriend of yours y'all had dated when you were like I don't know, pretty young, huh? I started dating somebody at 12 who they became friends. Yeah, we we um, connected one day. She had messaged me, and we ended up just talking and um, kind of became friends. And she ended up inviting me to um, church, to a um, youth group, a couple of times. And um, the first time that I went, um, I walked in and... There were some other girls there who ended up, I don't know why they told me there, but ended up telling me, like, my boyfriend at the time that I had been with, the one I was mentioning earlier, um, that, like, they everybody saw him at school cheating on me or something like that, which he cheated on me constantly, so that was nothing, nothing new, but my little 15-year-old heart was embarrassed and devastated, and I just didn't want to be there, so... 
I walked outside. I was crying. I was trying to call my mom, trying to call my sisters. I just wanted to leave. I didn't want to stay for service anymore. My friend felt really bad, um, but she had to stay or she would have gotten in trouble with her parents. So I um, ended up just telling her it's not a big deal. My mom, someone will answer eventually. It's not like them to not answer their phones. So um, the youth pastors actually came out and talked to me. His wife um, is so sweet, but I mean, she didn't even know me. She's like, I'll bring you home. And I just was so upset and uncomfortable. I was like, no, it's fine. Um, my mom's going to come. So I just stood outside and I called her and called her and called her and I tried to call my sisters and literally no one would answer. So my friend came back outside at the time and um, she said, I know somebody who will make you feel better. And um, she said, I'm going to call Luke. He's like supposed to be here anyway. I don't know why he's not here. Um, but he's so funny and silly. Um, you know, I knew him, like I said, briefly. We had met a few times, but... I don't even think we really talked for me to even know, like, what kind of character he had. No. Nope. Yeah, so she basically said, like, you know, he'll make you feel better. He's so silly. I'm going to call him. So she called him, and she's like, um, such and such's girlfriend's here. You, um, you should come. She's really upset. Whatever. Which, bless her heart, I, I feel bad because we didn't anticipate liking each other. It just was, like, almost like an instant thing that happened. But y'all had dated when y'all were young. Yeah, so anyway, she calls him, and he rides up on a bike. And I'm still at this point, like, I just don't want to be there. And um, he basically just rides up on a bike. He's, like, had candy in his pocket, which is still so true to you. You always have candy. And uh, me a sucker and was like, you should come inside. Like, let's just go in, back in church. Like, you know, don't worry about, don't worry about anything, you know, whatever. And for some reason, I listened and went back inside, and um, you sat by me, and um, you just cracked jokes the whole night, and you were just so silly, and afterward, um, she had choir practice, so we all hopped in her car, and we went wait, and she um, basically said, you know, well, I have practice, y'all, y'all just hang out, and that's kind of where it all kicked off, like, we were just sitting in the car, and, um... I was just upset telling you, like, I know he's your friend, but, like, he just cheats all the time, and I'm just constantly in limbo with him. Like, it's just such a negative thing, and you basically were just, like, trying to get my mind off of it. Like, oh, don't worry about that. Like, you know, just trying to make me laugh. It's so crazy, though, looking back, because do you remember what you had told me? That little story you said. Yeah. Sitting in the car pointed at the field. <laughs> and she was all upset. And she couldn't get off the subject of being heartbroken. And I just said, well, give me a moment. And let's let's just close <laughs> our eyes and picture being on the beach, happy, playing in the sand. Just anything that would bring us joy. Me, that is my joy. I'm a beach bum. So, um... And from there, she finally cracked a smile, and she was finally showing some kind of happiness, and I I liked her. She was cute, and that was just number one attraction, but I knew better than you. Well, and date. you said, to just picture, you know, your life 20 years from now, and we're married, and we're happy, and we have kids, and I come home from work, and I bring you flowers, and... 
just imagine, you know, yourself having a good life and the, all these things and the future and it being good and not worried about this and being heard and all these things. So it was really sweet and really ironic that it kind of happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was. It was really was sweet. And, um, like, I remember later that night after um, she had brought me home, I ended up texting her and just said, like, hey, can I get his number? I really want to thank him for tonight, which I was so just young and just, I need his number. He's so cute. It was my first time actually hanging out with you. Yeah, I'm cute. I was smitten. <laughs> so I ended up texting you, like, I just wanted to thank you for tonight. Um, you made me feel so much better, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, you just said, no problem, anytime. And I just kind of texted you a few more times after that. And we just kind of stayed talking a while. Until. Yep. Well, we stayed talking and I tried to keep it as friendly but flirty as possible. <laughs> and uh, somehow or another, we managed to hang out. Yeah. One time, your sister brought you over. And we had a good afternoon just hanging out and yeah. that's when I really started realizing I really like this girl's personality. She's cute and she's just the whole the whole package. She was no. sweet <laughs> and I, I was just like, man, where has this been? I've been dating people that have been hurting me and I don't know how to pick women. And then I come across you and I'm like, this is a breath of fresh air. I really like you. Well, I felt the same way too. Like, I had been with um, that guy for, I don't know, maybe like two years on and off. And he just was very manipulative and just cheated a lot. It was just so chaotic and my parents didn't approve. And it was just a lot of drama. And so I think it being so natural with you and like just easy the way that it happened. like, And then just like having... This friendship, I think that that stuck out more than anything, was, like, I just enjoyed your company. Like, it was more than just, oh, he's cute, or, you know, flirting, or it was, like, genuinely, we had fun. Um, I mean, we're still like that. We just enjoy each other's company. Yeah, having fun, playing on a date, or just sitting on the couch watching Netflix, we just enjoy our time together. It's just... It's fun to be in the presence of each other. Yeah. So it definitely, um, it definitely sparked something. And then, after like a couple weeks of back and forth of kind of talking, we liked each other, nothing was permanent, um, trouble came knocking. My ex actually reached back out to me. And for some reason I will never understand. I ended up talking to him again. And then he cheated again. And then I ran back to you. And you were so nice about it. But you were basically like, um, if you're going to be mixed up with all that, like, we got to just keep keep things friendly. We're just going to have to be friends for a while. So we kind of just stayed friends and just, like, we liked each other, I think, a lot. But just, we just stayed friends for quite a while. Like, I don't even know, months for sure, months and months. Oh, yeah, definitely. And somewhere in between that, you were come up with a great idea that you had a mutual best friend that would work out as a, as a date. 
You know what I think it was, honestly, now that I look back? I think that he was insecure, that he knew when he dumped me, I actually, like, hung out with you and stuff. So he was trying to, like, set you up. And I just knew, like, you were wonderful and deserved somebody great, and she was my best friend, so I thought, you know, y'all were cool. I mean, y'all were friends. It just wasn't... You know. But she also was going back and forth with her boyfriend, so yeah. I was like... You were drug in the middle. Anyway, um, yeah, so that kind of like fizzled out, and I ended up back with him for quite a little while, like a few few months, I think, and same old, same old. He cheats, he dumps me, I'll find out, I'm heartbroken, and I want to go run back to Luke, but he's done picked up another little girlfriend somewhere in between. I am so salty that he has a girlfriend, which is so bratty because I literally went back to my ex-boyfriend when I was so mad that you had this little girlfriend. And um, I just remember like trying to get you to hang out and talk and you were like, I'm in a relationship. I'll be your friend, but like can't be flirting and texting all the time and all these things and just shot me down and Hurt, hurt my pride a little bit. That was the right thing to do, but I'm <laughs> setting up showing you that I'm a loyal person. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So somewhere, like, I mean, it just, we went round and round, like both of us. Eventually, long story short, um, he ends up single. Literally, I'm on vacation with my family. The guy, that same guy, dumped me. Well, I'm on vacation with my family, so I'm devastated. I'm in Florida with my whole family. I'm, I run outside with my cousin, and I'm just crying, and I'm like, I'm just so done with this. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I didn't deserve that, and I was just really sad, and I just, I don't know. I just kept thinking about you, and I'm like, there was just something about you, and every time my focus was back normal and off of that craziness I always just thought about you because you were just my best friend I mean we had gotten so close even when we were dating other people we stayed really close and um, never like crossed any lines or boundaries but just really good friends and um, I called you and I said please don't say I told you so and you didn't no, because you're sweet. <laughs> no, I wouldn't rub it in your face. But yeah, it um, from that point forward, I mean, that was it. There was no back and forth after that. That was the start, and that was the summer. It was right around my birthday in July of 2012. I want to say, somewhere around that time, you went with a friend. That was at my friend's. Um, I think it was her 16th birthday party. And um, everybody was just hanging out, having fun. And I just wanted to leave, and I just wanted to go see you. So I literally left early, drove from one city to another, and um, like a 30-minute ride in between. Pulled up in your driveway. You came outside, and I said, "Let's just do this." Like um, we've just we've been friends for so long, and then we've been talking for forever. Like let's just let's just date. Let's just make this official. Like uh. You know, I am ready. I'm in this. I care about you. I think you texted me like you're on your way and you wanted to tell me something. Maybe. I don't. I couldn't. Yeah, because I was like, 
super excited that you were coming. <laughs> I always had butterflies, and I was like, man, I hope this is, like, we're going to get in a relationship. Yeah, and that was August of 2012. We made it, like, official, official, even though it started way before that. <laughs> Granted, I did ask the ex-friend of mine. You did. An ex-boyfriend of hers. You did. If it was okay if I did it because... And he said... I didn't want to be the stealer of girlfriends. And I quote, I don't care about her. Nah, he was just... But... What else he's going to say? Yeah. And I ended up... Uh, my friend who had introduced us that y'all had dated years prior, I ended up talking to her too and just telling her, like, I'm sorry, like, I just... You know, if that hurt you, just kind of couldn't help it. Like, I just, we just kind of instantly connected. Now that I look back, I know it just was God ordering our steps. And I think it's funny that we actually first hung out and, like, got to know each other at church. I think it's kind of ironic. It is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, um, we tried to do it as right as we could. But, I mean, we were kids. <laughs> Literally, like n newly 16-year-olds. But, um, yeah, so it was definitely like um, what I thought was just like a really great relationship. Like, especially the first few months of like being official. I had already been around your family quite a bit and absolutely adored them. Um, my family loved you. My mom, my siblings, everybody just clicked and meshed really well. So it just felt right and just, it, it felt like seamless, you know, to just yeah. like be officially dating. Yeah, no, your family and my personality, it all just, I could have been born in that family. It was yeah. just perfect. <laughs> I know. You and my mom are very similar in character, like in a lot of different ways, which oh, yeah. is so funny. Yeah, definitely. We definitely click still to this day. Yeah. We just get each other. Y'all do. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it just, um, you know, and through this, like, I had started um, going to act, because before I would just kind of go on um, Wednesdays to youth groups sometimes. And then, like, once Luke and I started, like, officially, like, talking and dating, I started going to Sunday service truthfully because I think I just want to hang out with you and I didn't mind go to church I mean I grew up Catholic and we went to church every week um for just even for school so I was used to church like it wasn't a big deal to me um it was definitely different however I had just I don't know other than to say like I it's like my spirit just sent something that I didn't even know I was picking up on which was just I think the family aspect of our church and just um like our pastors and their hearts and their heart for um the youth and just I don't know I just felt so at home there like from the moment that I began to go it just like everything just felt like it just fit like your family church like you with my family and that was before I was even walking with God it just I don't know everything just felt like it just you know it, like it was just meant to be is how I truly felt about it I know like the first couple of months for sure I was like getting interested in 
church, specifically youth, I remember really like listening in a little bit and then I kind of get distracted and like cut up with you and whatever. But I remember like I could just see now, that, especially now that I look back, moments where like I felt like I was really starting to tug on me. But like the big part really came after you had gone away for a little bit. So you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I went away right when we started dating. We like was two like two months after officially. <laughs> yeah, we was just now getting serious, and I was calming down because we were we were an item, and she was a good girl, That's and calm. I wanted to wanted to appease to that, and I, I just I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to run her off in any way because I was wild and. I mean, you can only take someone who's not so wild and deal with somebody who's wild for so long before it, you scare them and they just don't want to be mixed up in that. Well, and like everybody always used to say like, why'd you get with him if, you know, he was so different, like you, he did, he was in all these things you weren't into. A huge part of it is that I didn't know. Like, you were very transparent that like you, you know, did certain things. But, like, in my, um, to my memory, I just remember thinking that you did one specific thing often. And to me, like, especially as a teenager, it just wasn't a big deal. Like, you know, whatever. And, but I didn't realize that there was this whole flip side to you because I hadn't experienced that part of you yet of, like, you when you're partying and the belligerent and the drinking and what it does, what it brings out of you. Um... So I think that was a big part. I loved your personality in general. Like, you were so wild and out there and carefree. I was so, like, um, just overly cautious and cared about what people were thinking that you pulled something out of me that I enjoyed, like, that balance, I think. So, um, not that we're not on the same level with certain things. We're both pretty silly and weird. We like a lot of the same things, too. Outdoor stuff, art stuff. You know, we have a lot of things in common, just... Different personalities. Different personalities. And so, um, you know, I think there was just a... There was a level to what you were into that I didn't quite realize the depth of it. Well, I mean, people that age shouldn't be in or none of that. Yeah. So, you know, I thought, yeah, I mean, you know, like he's he likes to party like everybody does at this age and, you know... I just didn't really um, understand, I think, the fullness of it until one particular day um, something had happened and you had kind of, like, gotten in trouble and your parents were kind of just, like, at the, end of their, at the end of their ropes with you, I think. They were just burnt out. It had been years of just a lot on them. Belligerency and coming in late, not listening to curfew. Just stuff like that. And not that. just coming in late, like coming in late and plastered. Yeah, and stumbling just, and yeah. just causing drama in the house that yeah. they were just a Christian household. They weren't tolerating none of that. Yeah. So they definitely, um, like, I think just presented to you, like, you know, about a teen challenge, a teen challenge program and um, trying to get you into it, even though you were too young to technically go. But um, 
I think somehow. It it just, let me slide because yeah. I wasn't too far away from being of age for it. Yeah, so it like just kind of worked out. But it was really sad because we had like this felt like a year of just all this friendship and then, oh, I like you and then friendship and, oh, I really like you and all this stuff. And then we finally start dating and you could go get in all this trouble and get sent away. Yeah, and sent away to New Orleans to what they call Teen Challenge. And uh, that was heart-wrenching. It was. It was hard. But, you know, like, I remember a conversation you and I had. And you just basically, like, told me, like, like you know, this is a little bit deeper than, I think, what you realized. Like, you were really upset. I remember you were crying. Which broke my heart because you don't really like cry often and so um it was just hard to to see you like that and i remember just telling you well then you should go like if if it's like that you should go you know i'll be here no big deal you know i kind of just felt like i knew my feelings for you were pretty solid like i i felt confident in that and um was just kind of like, you know, go take care of yourself. Ended up talking to my mom about it, which was really hard because we were so young. Um, but she was just super understanding, and she was, you know, she's like, we love him, and if he's feeling like he's struggling and he needs to go, then that's what he needs to do. And, you know, you be realistic and, you know, all the things. But then when we actually dropped you off, they informed me that we would not be able to communicate at all. Yeah, like no, no not mail. Not a letter, nothing. And your dad was so sweet because I was crying so much. And I think he was just like, oh my goodness. He's like, um, I didn't realize, um, he's like, look, I didn't realize how strict the communication was going to be. Um, like in general, not just with me, just in general. He's like, if you changed your mind, you want to try something else, he's like, I'll take you home and we'll, we'll find something else. And I thought that was so sweet. And I was thinking, oh, thank God, like, you come home. <laughs> but you, I think you were just kind of ready. And so you said, no, I'm going to stay. And so you stayed. Yeah, I, I needed and wanted some kind of change. I was going down a very fast track to nowhere. Yeah. But... Ended up going there for, it was supposed to be for a full year. <laughs> and I knew there's no way this girl's going to wait for me to get out. It's just, we're young and time goes on. Do not blame me. No, I'm thinking this. <laughs> I'm thinking, she told me she's going to wait. And I'm like, I just, man, that's just a long time. It don't seem it like is. that long, but it really it is. is long. It is a long time. And, uh, well, I didn't behave in there either. I was just insubordinate. And just a kid acting a full hyper. They tell me to put my pants up, and I put my underwear over my belly button. Just rebellious. Yeah, they tell me you don't heat something up in the microwave without asking, and I just would go. And they just they just got tired of me with my just foolishness, and I ended up leaving at maybe three weeks tops. <laughs> However, I will say, like when you came back, you were different. Oh, yeah, no, I was... You were different. Like, I was sober. Yeah, I was so shocked, I think, because I, like, just for the first time, you were just, 
It wasn't that I had never been around you sober. It was that you had been sober for a, a period of time, like weeks. And so you were just thinking more clearly. And I really, like, really started, like, seeing, okay, like, that was deeper than what I thought it was because he's really different. And not that his personality was any different. It was just his thinking was just really different. Yeah, I was uh, I was short-term memory and very, very forgetful and just nonchalant. And then I got my head cleared and straight and I was 100% better you in my were, mental capacity. You were really, really rebellious. Like, if someone's like, hey, Luke, you know, t- turn your hat from backwards, you would flip it sideways. Like, you were just so, like, just ready to do the wrong thing. I just hated Authority? Doing... No, not, well, kind of. But <laughs> it, it was, like, the norm, like, what you're supposed to do in society. It drove me nuts because it's, like, <laughs> nobody nobody created this thing we call life. And I'm not going to listen to nobody to tell me to put my hat front words I'm, I'm gonna wear it how I wanna wear it yeah definitely was your nature for sure still is it, I was about to I say it still it. is but <laughs> it's tame though. yeah we've we're getting old <laughs> um so while you were gone I think is when I really started having big changes in my life as well like for the first time probably ever no distractions and you was able yeah. to draw closer to church yeah like I just your parents were basically just like, you know, we know everything with Luke is, you know, he's away. Um, we're always here. If you want to stop by, you still want to come to church, you know, come to church. We'll pick you up if you need a ride, if you want to have lunch after. You know, like they were just very much trying to make sure that I still felt welcome and included. And um, it was really sweet. But um, I basically just was like. Well, why not? Like, I've been going to church. I enjoy going to church. I like seeing everybody there. I've established relationships there. Um, So I'm just going to keep going, even though it was new for me still. And, um, yeah, God just really, I don't know. It's like the messages were just, it was like just speaking to me. Like, I just began to truly feel something. And I remember, like, little things like just closing my eyes during worship for the first time because like I said I grew up Catholic and it's just a very different atmosphere and um I just like truly started it like just having all of these just these feelings and these experiences and just this knowledge of I've known God my whole life but I've not known him this way like talking with your parents I'm like they know him like in a different way than what I even thought was like real and so I just kind of started like pursuing that and I didn't truthfully didn't even know what I was doing I didn't know what was right and what was scriptural and what was wrong and what beliefs it didn't matter to me I just knew that that church was where I felt at home, and it's where I felt God's presence, and that was enough for me. Like, I didn't need, I didn't need all the unanswered questions answered. I just knew, like, 
when I'm here, God meets me. And, and I can die with a good heart knowing that. And so while you were away, you were kind of having your changes in your life. I was definitely having some big changes. So when you came back, it was great at first because you were just like on a good track. And um, it just seemed like, you know, something was going to really turn a corner for us as far as you know, you not having to go away again or anything like that. And the partying and everything was like slowing down. But it didn't last very, very long. Yeah. And, you know, you were really honest with me from the get-go. Like, I believe in God. I don't serve God. I don't live like a Christian supposed to live. I'm not putting that on my life. You do what you want, but I'm telling you, you know, to be a Christian is to be Christ-like. And you, I don't even know if you know this, you actually taught me and helped me understand the reality of what it means when you can call yourself a Christian. Because of the way that I grew up, it was a very watered-down version of that. And so I just thought, you know, oh, you know, God's here. He helps us. He loves us. And, you know... So, you actually taught me kind of, this is a two-way street. You know, like, if you're going to put your name, if, if you're going to put God's name on your life, then there needs to be a life that backs that up. And which I think is so amazing, especially being young, because people don't do that. A lot of people play church, especially in front of parents and things, you know. And um, I admired that, but it was kind of a gut punch, too, because... You were pretty, not pretty much, you told me, like, I will not serve God. Maybe in my 30s is what you told me. Maybe one day in my 30s, but you said, I have no interest in God. I don't know what I believe. Um, and, you know, that's that. Oh, I'm knocking on 30 <laughs> and it's right on time. <laughs> you made me wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No. I, I can't go into nothing half-hearted there. I gotta, I gotta know. I'm the type I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I respect that though. I admire that, and you always have. But it, um, it definitely like, I think is where the, the true like, turning point for us began, because what we had was so light-hearted and great. Well, now there's like some reality sinking in where I'm like. I'm interested in living my life this kind of way. Like, I'm interested in living my life this kind of way. And you totally want a totally different kind of life. And so I think reality started setting in. And it was like, I just, the harder I gripped onto you of like, you know, come this way. Let's do this. Let's do it this way. The more rebellious you got about it and the more we fought and it just... What was supposed to be and what, what was such a special thing between us really became pretty toxic. Yeah. Pretty quick. Yeah. Within that first year, for sure. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, at the same time, I think, too, there were so many times I felt like, you know, I needed to just, like, take a break and, like, pause things with us and just like kind of focus on my walk with God and like but I just was not willing to let it go because I just 
was so scared of losing you because I just had such strong feelings for you, especially after a year and then two years and then three years. It's like, how can I just walk away from this? And so, you know, it just, we went round and round of, I just wanted to live this life and felt like I couldn't live it and have you because you just were not going to do both. It was either going to be all in or all out. And I think that was really hard. So I think it just caused a lot of tension. But, you know, with that being said, you were always, like, extremely respectful of, like, my walk. Like, I remember that was, like, really special to me. Like, you 360 changed things just because I was uncomfortable with them as far as, like, in our, like, with our relationship. But you weren't willing to change like what you were doing because it just wasn't for you at that time you just weren't interested no. which looking back now i totally understand and respect but as a teenager it just was like why why are you doing this yeah going through it any thoughts anything you want to add to that i don't remember where it turned from trying to do right to falling back into old habits so I, I started, I started kind of tampering back with the old stuff, and and that snowball. Next thing I know, I'm a little bit worse than what it was before. I left to go try and do better, and that just snowballed, and it kept getting worse, and the drinking, and uh, just those roller coaster of emotions, dragging her through that along with my parents and. It, uh, it, it put us in a bad spot because she still wanted to do right and I was just kind of trying to get back in the party scene and it eventually led to a tipping point where we just we just needed we needed a little space and to just kind of figure out what exactly we wanted to do yeah it, it got really it was really sad like like I mentioned before our friendship was still there and it was when we were together, like, just wonderful. But the moment, like, you would be with friends, I was so upset again because I knew what you were doing. And it was just, like, it just was this cycle of, like, and, you know, too, like, I think a lot of fear played into a huge part of that. Because, like I said, when we were talking and hanging out and when we were newly dating, I didn't quite understand, oh, he's an addict. Like, I thought... Like, he's, like, he likes to party a little bit. Like, he does some stuff, hangs out with older kids. But I didn't digest that this he's an addict. Like, he has addictions. And so when you came back, it was like that realization was very present. And growing up with people in my life and being impacted by addiction, it just hit a place for me where I just was, like, I just wanted to, like, hold you onto the right track. But, I mean, you can't do that. Like, the harder you grip something, the further it flies out your hand. And so it just, we just were arguing all the time. And you felt bad because you were changing. I felt bad that I was changing and that it just wasn't lining up. But our friendship was there. Our love for each other was there. So it was just really hard. And um, there was just a night we both went to parties, did stupid stuff, and 
ended up breaking up, which was so devastating. It was bound to happen. It was so devastating. But that ended up being a good thing in the long run. In the long run, eventually. It, it showed us our true colors to each other, and we definitely learned a lot of life lessons in that yeah. short term. I think it was a matter yeah. of a year. Yeah, and, and it's we'll get into that next week. That'll be next week's video, but, you know, um, I remember, like, when we broke up. A, I was so upset with myself for even going to a party because I had been doing good and trying to do good and, like, you know, just having the right friends. And so to have stepped back into something out of just purely being upset with him for where he was going, um, I just sacrificed more than I even thought or considered in the moment, which is always how it is. You take a step and you're not, especially when you're young, you're not thinking 10 steps down the road. But, um, yeah, I just was so upset with myself because I felt like I failed God. I failed myself. I failed Luke. And I was angry at him because he hurt me and he's messed up too. And there was just so much, so many feelings evolved, so many emotions evolved. And um, quite literally felt like my world was ending when we broke up. Oh, yeah. It was devastating. I couldn't even listen I to radio. I have never, yeah, I have never, um, ever been, um, truthfully felt, felt that way. But we went, oh my goodness, like I said, we'll get into that next week. We both went down really rough paths from that point. And I think we both learned really hard lessons. And um, we tried getting back together quite a few times during the year. Didn't work out. We stayed communicating. I ended up having a whole other relationship that just was extremely toxic and controlling. And you ended up just full-blown in addiction with really bad friends around you. We were in a whole different city. We moved away. and So that'll be next week's video. But it got really, really rough before it got better. And... Um, I think a lot of it had to do with just, instead of just taking a step back and both just kind of allowing God to just work on us individually when we both had the opportunities to, we chose to focus on the relationship and each other, and it just kind of blew up in our face. Yeah, it did. Which was sad. But... You can't get to where you are without a few bumps in the road. That's true. I just, that was a big bump. Yeah. <laughs> we could have gone without that, you know, a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, I could have done it. A lot of that. That was a long year. It was, it was. But, you know, um, like I said, and we, I think we did get back together a few times during that, but it just, I don't know, we just... I was so mixed up and so half... You were doing your things too. Yeah, I, I was so halfway in, halfway out. Exactly. It was like it was when we first started. It's like you wasn't yeah. ready to fully commit and it just... Well, and I think I wasn't because you weren't you. Like, the Luke that I was in love with was not the guy that I was talking to at that time. No, I was heartbroken and wild. And you were. And so it just was like, there was just a level of fear of like, if I jump, is it going to... 
are we going to be able to pick up where we left off? Which eventually, when we finally just got yeah. our heads on straight, it was like, it was like the whole year just, which was probably so confusing to some people. But to us, I mean, I don't even know if we went a night without talking, I'm going to be honest. No, which is terrible because, like I said, I had a whole other relationship at one point. No, but every night, every we, night talk we talk, say goodnight, like a just, good morning. yeah, just totally, um, so in love, but just on such different roads, and then... I just knew it wasn't time. Yeah, it was terrible. It just, it was it was still too fresh, and still mu- too much going on, and feelings were there, but it just wasn't going to work out. Yeah. But, with that being said, we'll go into more of that next week. Is there anything that you want to leave with them, or just say anything on your mind, or something you wanted to add? If you got something worth holding on to, ain't nothing worth letting go of it. Yeah. Amen. Thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode. We're looking forward to next week's. Yep. Thank y'all for tuning in. And hopefully we'll see y'all next week.